And I still believe that these problems can be solved. I know not what course others may take, but as for me, give me liberty or give me death. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. This is The Political Show. <laughs> Hey, 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 and welcome to The Political Show right here on Active FM, where radio has never been better. I'm your girl, Cynthia, but you know you can call me Gix, and with me in studio we have... Gavin Insulin. Pastor Gavin Insulin, and... The Black Knight. The Black Knight, right here on The Political Show, where Christ politics is... Hot politics. Hot politics, and this week's hot politics is really hot in South Africa, can I tell you that? We are talking about businessmen... Vusi Timber Kwayo and late rap artist in South Africa Kenan Forbes, also known as AKA. Um, so, what do they have to do with one another? What do they have to do with politics? Well, the South African Twitter is going crazy on a statement that Vusi Timber Kwayo basically said in an interview. Pastor Gavin, do you want to give a more brief explanation? Well, I mean, um, what's his name? JJ Tabani. Tabani um, did an interview with him. And um, at the end of the day, there, there was a whole interview about um, the situation with regards to South Africa, what our challenges are, and all of these sorts of things. And um, in, in describing a whole lot of stuff, um, there was one statement he made in the in the middle of the interview, and the statement was that um, with AKA, he said the apartheid the apartheid government would have wanted you know would have would have caught AKA's killer within 24 hours if they'd wanted to, and that now we've been going a number of weeks after AKA was shot in 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 in, in broad daylight, and um, at the end of the day, what happened was that. Um, they haven't found his killer yet, and we're now we're now on the first Friday in March, and uh, it's been weeks, and we have no clue who the killer was, and no one's been arrested, and all of those sorts of things. But he was actually talking about um, the ability of the state to to deliver functions that the government's supposed to deliver, and that was just one comment, and the the discussion actually centered around Eskom. Hmm. With Andre the Writer, yeah. and Andre uh, the Writer just resigned because um, he said that the ANC is stealing all the money for Eskom and all that kind of stuff. And uh, what happened was that um, the, the 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 interviewer was asking him, uh, you know, sh- surely the Writer should go to the police. And he he used AKA as an example as to what's the point of the Writer going to the police? Hmm. What they're going to do about it? Yeah. <laughs> they're not going to do anything. So that, that was the point he was making. But everyone's freaking out about that one statement. But they, they're not listening to the point he was making. And if you're going to complain about the guy and be upset with him, at least, you know, look at the full story mm. and the full spectrum of what he was talking about. That, that is what I would advise people. But anyway, it was a fascinating interview. I don't agree with all of his positions, but he's a bright guy. 
and uh, what the main thrust of the interview about uh, was about was the fact that um, he he's actually into investment and you know deals with capital markets and all of these sorts of things and he was talking about um, the fact that it's becoming more difficult to attract capital to South Africa and that South Africa's got competition from places like Nigeria and Mauritius and Rwanda who are building up their own capital markets I think Namibia um, Namibia as well it's becoming quite a, a, a destination you know for investment and um, he's saying on, on the African continent South Africa is no longer the only kids on the blocks and South Africans need to realize this mm. and they need to change their perspectives to to understand you're number one in Africa which means you've got a target other people are trying to replicate you and then usurp you mm. so that was the thrust of what he was talking about in the interview but all and he said say all South Africans do is their attention focuses from one show to another and guess what out of the interview exactly what he was talking about is yeah. proved right because now we've got a show how can he say that the apartheid government would have arrested AKS Kili in 24 hours and the government now can't you know and and I mean where, where are AKS killers yeah the guy the guy shot AK on on video outside a nightclub with a whole lot of people witnessing what happened you can see a video of what the guy looked like and yet we can't arrest him yeah so, you know, surely, surely we should be looking at that, you know, before we worry about what the guy's saying. Yeah, that's what we're going to be speaking about. It's going to be awesome. This is the political show where Christ politics is. Hot politics. Active FM, the Netflix of radio, but better. So we are speaking about um, the the whole issue, but also looking at the interview as a whole with Vusi Timbukwayo, what he said about uh, the apartheid government um, and AKA's killer. Well, I just want to say, Twitter I mean, it was going. one, it was one little statement. Yes, and that was comparing <coughs> something. Yes, Please. but but I mean, the thing is, it's not what the interview was about. Yeah, and he was talking about the. The challenges in the South African state mm. and the fact that we've got competition on the continent, you yeah. know, all of this sort of stuff. And now all they take is one little sentence, totally out of context. Mm. And and the, the the statement he made, as I said, was just to answer, you know, should Andre de Reiter be pressing charges? Yeah. And he's saying, what's the point? AKA gets shot on camera <laughs> outside a nightclub. In, okay, I was going to say broad daylight, broad nightlight. Mm. <laughs> okay, it was very bright there. There was no load shedding. And they, no one's arrested today, as far as I know. Yeah. Has, has AK's killer been arrested? No. So now, now you want to go and take a complex situation in Eskom and you want to go and put charges before the police and expect them to make an arrest. Hmm. And he also mentioned Senzo Mayu's um, yeah, case. Yeah, Senzo Mayu's killer. He even, he even said that, that that was South Africa's number one. And Senzo Mayu at that yeah, point well, was number one. He was the, he was the captain he of was, Bafana, yes. the South African soccer team. Uh, he was the number one soccer player in South Africa. Ages. Probably the, the number one sports personality in South Africa at that yeah, stage. Yeah. And AKA is the number one hip hop and rap artist. Eight years later, Senzo Mayu, yeah, we're still sitting. We're still waiting. <laughs> we're still waiting. His family's <laughs> complaining. 
I think it was a valid point what he said. And then they want, like you're saying, Andre Derater's whole. Just imagine how many. Okay. How many investigations is to happen to? Okay, obviously maybe not a Black lot. Not, but can I ask you an honest question? <laughs> okay, your house gets broken into. <laughs> Why do you go to the police? <laughs> I I even doubt to go to the police. The only now. time I go to police is if I'm insured. Yeah. Yeah. Because I need a case number for the insurance claim. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. The police aren't gonna I mean, I remember the one time we were broken into about fifteen, eighteen years ago. It was a long time. So we sat there in the house in the middle of winter waiting for the police to come. Not touching anything, because they're gonna come at I mean in the old days they'd come and take fingerprints. There there was you you know that we actually had blood all over the floor. There were fingerprints (laughs) in the blood. Because one of the guys cut themselves, you know, uh, when they when they break the window and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So there was blood all over the floor from the one of the robbers was bleeding. Sure. Mm. So so now so I mean there's there's fingerprints in the blood. You can just take a photo or whatever. And the, and I never forget the cops telling us now we've been waiting now 18 hours for them to come. There's no point in them taking you know any samples any <laughs> or anything like that yeah 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 so why do you even just go to the police station and mm-hmm. say you were broken into mm-hmm. and that means our our, our our police force doesn't take pride in their work like i think about it i watch series and then i'm like wow if i was a forensic oh i'd love my job you know take everyone's fingerprint and just you know sleep on it and just i can't wait to reveal who the killer is I, they don't have that passion and this mm. is why because for me wow blood well, I mean, already taking that blood i'll take all that blood your flow would be you, clean can i can i make a joke yeah. you know in america they call some of the guys in the republican party rhinos republican in name only yeah. <laughs> so in our police force we got finos forensics in name only <laughs> <laughs> true there's no such thing as forensics yeah <laughs> I mean, I mean, seriously. Yeah, yeah, that's like all the evidence yeah. you could get. <laughs> yeah. I think one of the reasons Twitter is blowing up because everyone is focused on the word apartheid. So if you look on Twitter and stuff, people are busy showing about uh, pictures AKA, of that. Obviously. Yeah, yeah, but I feel like if he had m- used that statement without using the word apartheid government. Everyone would have gone, yes, that's true. Yes, because everyone does know that it's been a while since aka's death i mean they've had his memorial service well it's really before. been a while since senzo we <laughs> understand and there's what no was it 2013 or 2014 yeah. when was he killed um minus eight from now 2015 was it that late i thought it was further ago yeah. but i mean senzo was like famous he was the lender yeah. pirate he was goalkeeper. at the peak of his of i mean his i think career. netflix even has a series about him about yeah the unsolved, unsolved, <laughs> unsolved yes it is an unsolved guys came into a house full of people mm. and shot him dead mm. a house full, and we can't we, we can't prosecute the murder yeah yeah and and yeah there's there's actually people who like there's people because you know we get to also know people so there's people who know who actually know what like what happened and and they there's that's why there's this whole drag because it's it's more crazy than people think that it, um that, that than what people than what's being put out there in the media so that's the whole problem but but yeah um this whole point still stands that uh, okay maybe it's because the apartheid statement 
but i don't know it's still true either way it's still true i, I think it still stands because well what i'm saying is that it's irrelevant it is because, because in terms of what the interview was about this funeral is irrelevant yeah and everyone that's making these comments looks like an idiot to anyone who watched the the, the full program yeah yeah they, they really look like idiots that's true yeah um because if you after that statement he actually asks how did we go from a capable what's this government system to a government system that is not capable and stuff like and if we look um at our well we'll look at all the service delivery yeah, parties it's There's probably some of the same people that are complaining on Twitter have been involved in service delivery protests. Mm. I, I, you know what, you know, you know what I'd, I'd like to know? How many of those, the women that have made a comment about this, have complained about, um, you know, the gender-based violence? Hmm. Yeah, sure. Hmm. It would probably be a very high amount of women. Because if, if a woman is complaining about that statement and they've complained about gender-based violence, then they're a fool. Mm. Because isn't that what the women have been complaining about? Yeah. With all gender-based violence story. Mm. Yeah. We we I, I know of a lot of artists um, that have have lost some of their fame and stuff because of the whole gender-based um, violence because um, women came up and started speaking against. No, them. no. But I mean, that's the artist. What I'm saying is, how many women get raped, and there's no justice for them? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my. The amount of women in Saifi that have been raped is actually astounding. And there's no justice for them. Mm-hmm. I, you know, you, know, you get some of the ones that lie. You understand? I, no, I understand that. But the, the, the overwhelming story in this country is the amount of women that get raped or beaten up or even murdered. Mm-hmm. You know, by, by a spouse or a boyfriend or whatever mm-hmm. um, is a seriously bad indictment on the country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, yet the guys, the perpetrators just go free. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, no, that's true. Even families that, like, you know, someone who shot. I think he even spoke about his dad. In fact, with this situation, his, his dad was an unsolved murder. He, yeah, he spoke that the the killer still walking. Like we all know who did it, but the guy still walking around. And and that's true. In, and doesn't the average South African where I come from? Like yes, that? where I come from. No, no, any that, South that's, that, that's the case. Yeah. That is true. That that I I could relate to what he was saying right yeah. there. Well, I mean, yeah. AKA's fiance. Yeah. She committed suicide, mm-hmm. jumping out of a 22nd story floor uh, a window, you know, yeah. Yeah. in a hotel yeah. after a romantic dinner on the same night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I think it, my, my sense is the like, and many people are saying this, and it, it looks plausible to me, is that uh, her family took him out, took AKA out. So, so the thing is, people. People reckon, many people reckon in South Africa, if you want justice, you got to mm. organize a hitman mm, yeah, to take someone out. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So, and, and that was his point. Yeah. Mm. The state is not able to keep justice, you know, to, to offer the, citi- the citizens of South Africa true justice, mm. which is something we've said many times on the show mm. using other examples. Yeah. yeah. And the main topic of the interview was basically South Africans' economic crisis. Well, the, the, he was talking about capital markets. Yeah. Mm. And South Africa's inability to, op- to obtain capital. Mm. Uh, he was talking about what the grey listing means. Mm-hmm. Mm. The fact that you, you're busy negotiating a deal. Now there's this grey listing thing, so there's a whole lot of other questions. Mm. So, so something that would have happened now is going to happen in six months' time. Mm. So there's a delay in getting the capital in. 
which means uh, that, that, that now starts to restrict the economy. Yeah. And all of the barriers that all of these challenges are putting up in that are preventing the economy from growing. That was the main thrust of the interview. Yeah. And yeah. I was talking about that. No mm. one is. Because um, looking at the topic of the interview and stuff like that, a few days before this, in, well, not a few days, maybe a, a few weeks, maybe a week and a half, before this interview happened, Mail and Guardian actually released an article saying that South Africa's economy hangs in the balance as energy crisis persists. And in the article, they spoke about the fact that South Africa can have good policy on paper, but it is useless if the country's crime and electricity crisis uh, crises can I, can persist. I, can I interject there? Yeah. Okay. And you see, this is where I, I lay blame at the media as yeah. well. What do you mean we, we can have good policy? What good policy do we have? <laughs> We've got this climate change policy. We've got yeah. policy that's been turned into law that has made Eskimo power utility illegal in terms of the amount of emissions that, mm. that, uh, and Cecil, which is a, you know, has been a major fuel uh, provider in South Africa. Um, Cecil has been made illegal by the policy that we're operating under. So who says the policy is good? Mm. The policy for comprehensive sexual education, you know, to, mm. to, to put that in the schools. Who says that's good policy? Yeah. So I, I, I have an issue with the Maryland Guardian saying South Africa's got good policy. I, yeah. I, I think the number one problem is the policy that, 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 that the government stands behind. Mm. On climate change, on comprehensive sexuality education, all of these sorts of things. Yeah. Take those policies away. This is a fantastic country. Yeah. Take those policies away. Eskom is going to become a fantastic company. Yeah. All right. The Eskom isn't in the situation it's in because of of, of corruption. Yeah. Eskom is in the situation it's in because of policy. Mm. And 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 the whole corruption thing is just a show. Mm. It's a smokescreen. Sure. And I find this frustrating. You can't get people off the corruption route. Mm. They all talk about the corruption. That's not the problem. The problem's the policy. And why do the opposition parties not talk about the policy problem? Because they got the same policy. Mm. Renewables and all of that sort of thing. And that was the crux behind what um, Vusi was, uh, you know, or is it Vuyo? Vusi? Vuyo. Vuyo. Vusi. <coughs> now I'm in the blank. <laughs> okay, but anyway, that was the crux of what he's talking about. Vusi Timbukwayo. Yeah, it is Vusi. Yes. Uh, that, that was the crux of what he's talking about. Mm. And now that whole discussion gets lost by a little show. Mm. About one little sentence as to why under the writer, why he doesn't believe it's going to make a difference if he goes and lays charges at the police. Yeah. Yeah. And it carries on and it says, Load shedding stands to shave 0.6% uh, points off South Africa's G GDP in 2023, the South African Reserve Bank warned in November last year. Um, the treasure, treasury projects the treasury projects that the real GDP growth will average 1.7 from 2022 to 2025, which is downwardly revised from the 1.8 forecast in the 2022 budget. So if you go look, I mean, last night as well in the news, uh, was it Wednesday night in the news, they, what's this, they were basically showing the price increase in 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 food 
in just basic foods no not luxurious food just basic foods things like oil bread uh white bread brown bread and stuff like that and the price increase has been crazy well it's and close stuff. to doubled since yeah. 2020 yeah and and you're looking at all of these things so the situation with escom the situation with um with the the price increases and all of these things and we've also discussed it in the show where the media what they'll do is they'll put something up for everyone to be distracted from what's actually happening in the country and i feel like this is one of those things that they're doing because now when you go and you search Vusitim Bakwayo's interview on ENCA all you're seeing on the headlines are he said this about AKA Twitter is going crazy about what he said about AKA and stuff like that he even mentioned in his statement that it would be a controversial statement what he was about to say was going to be controversial probably because he knew that the media was going to take this or people not, were going it's not just the media people yeah. were going to take it out of uh, what's this context and, and and stuff like that but you know one of the other things he said yeah he said now when people are investing in a place like nigeria or the the, the drc the democratic republic of congo um they've already factored into the fact that they have massive power problems mm. so they don't have stable power but he said what nigeria and the drc and places like that have proved is that they can operate under those conditions. Yeah. He said the problem for South Africa is South Africa has not yet proved, proved that it can operate under those conditions. Yeah. Now, I believe it will. Hmm. I, I believe South Africans are going to operate under those conditions and, and they, they're going to make it work. Yeah. Um, but um, he's saying when it comes to investment, South Africans haven't proved it yet. Hmm. And so Nigeria and DRC, um, the, the, you know, the guys want to invest okay you've got power problems but you know how to handle it so the guys want to invest in south africa but because of a situation with eskom we do not know if you can work like this yeah so we're going to hold off yeah so <clears throat> he's saying that um safe is losing investment over this eskom thing because we haven't yet proved the world that we can operate in an environment where we don't have constant power yeah no discussion about that which should be a huge talking point Hmm. No, aka, <laughs> aka and apartheid. That's all we can talk about. Yeah. So, so Savians only have the ability. Well, that's what that's what we're led to believe by the way the media is pushing this, the way Twitter is pushing it. So Africans only have the ability to focus on a single sentence. Hmm. Sure. Blackened, what are your thoughts? Um, I think obviously I I enjoyed the interview. Um, I enjoyed watching it. Um, because of what he was talking about and. Um, because it's something I know um, Pastor Kevin has been saying a lot um, to me when we speak about South Africa and the potential of South Africa and how far we would go. Um, obviously, he would make me laugh and say that we could be like snorting gold and with like money and all of that because of what we have and the potential and the minerals and all of that. And he was basically pointing that out also, obviously, in a in a business and e e economical way and which is um also gave me um more um can i say inspiration to also like um um, um like what pastor gavin is saying li live up to showing that we we, we can and because i know we are we've we in fact we're already doing it like right now people already know charge your phones like we've already made ways people are buying um 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 ups is um to 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 keep power and all of that so 
um and and i know there's um there's this um guy that i used to follow on youtube double o dares he he also has a community there and there's a lot of people there which he also would speak to them and tell them to make plans and this is like two years ago so um uh, so so i i think i think I, li- I like the 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 whole factor that he was speaking about on on that we 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 are not yet down but we 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 are now at a stage where people can 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 be in competition with us which which is the problem but that's good for now because yeah, that is the, the problem for talk- now yeah, the people you're talking about are other African nations. Yes, other yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Um, so your Rwandas, like mm-hmm. you mentioned, your Nigeria and all of that, which is it's it's hopeful. It's not a a a a a, a um it's over kind of situation. No, it's not just in the, it, yes. He's actually saying South Africans are fantastic. We need the, to the wake pro- up. Well, I could the say prob- that's yeah, the. Well, he's interview. saying South Africans are fantastic. The problem is the politicians. Mm. Yes, yes. Now, if if people realize that's actually the main message of the show, how yeah. many of them are going to disagree with it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. White so. or black, they're all going to agree. Uh, I mean, that's what I think. You take out the politicians, South Africa is a fantastic country. Yeah, so the politicians th- are messing everything up. That's what I believe. I think also, um, like, um, um, I was also listening to Julius, and I'll also focus on a sentence just to make the point that I'm saying now. Like he was saying in his interviews that the media is the problem, and right here that is the media is the problem they making um a a a a, like like we're saying a drama a whole series now because this one is now over let's make something else if the media literally spoke the truth i'm telling you we we we, people were gonna wake up because i think the message like we also we we are agreeing now was like wake up and um um the, the 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 leaders are the problem um, but also we must wake up and and see our value as South Africa, what we have and who we are. So, just yeah. it's very hollow if Julius Malema says that the media are the yeah problem. yeah no 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 no. no, no, no. Let me tell you what I'm saying. No, no. <laughs> the media made Julius Malema. Yeah yeah yeah. Julius so. Malema without the media <laughs> would be nothing. That's true. Hence why I also chose a sentence like they did. I just yes. chose a sentence, <laughs> and not every everything else I disagree with. <laughs> My next point was actually going to be on that statement that um, he said in terms of if you take take away the politicians, you actually have people who are capable of of That's of doing everything mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And 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 here's the thing: the EFF talks some truth. Mm. Floyd Chabambu, the deputy leader of the EFF. He spoke some truth in the debate on the Sona delivery that the president gave. In that you have to build base load. You've got to, mm. and, and you need coal or, or, or um, nuclear yeah. power. Those two. Yeah. Now, what he, what he then said though is that we must go to China or Russia to build the power stations. <laughs> we don't need them. Yeah. Mm. We've got perfectly capable people and in fact we've got some of the top nuclear research scientists and mm. in research, uh, nuclear engineers in the world yeah mm. why, why do we need russia and china yeah why must everything good in south africa come from outside south africa we've got the people yeah yeah that's true so so sorry even the eff are the problems yeah. <laughs> black knight your thoughts on the th- whole that statement specifically yeah i think i think that's also uh, um like i agree with what what pastor kevin is saying um um because i've it's not something that i've brought to my attention but i i, I now understand it is the problem um which is why does everything have to come from outside? I think we have spoke, uh, spoken about that some while, uh, some time while ago with Pastor Kevin. Um, but yeah, that that is our our 
also our our main problems in this big problem of why does everything have to come from outside when we have it it doesn't like it doesn't make sense mm. and and when it comes back to us it's it costs us more there there than what it did to go out like that that whole math right there doesn't make sense and i think that's that that that, that is that is a very very big problem so i agree i agree with that if i can just say you know one one other thing uh, about this when you look at at uh, all of these situations all of these state-owned enterprises and all of these things um you know all of them were functioning correctly until politicians intervened True. <laughs> okay, and then they broke them. Mm. Mm, yeah. The politicians went and broke things that that were fixed. Mm. That's what happened. Yeah. And so, um, the, the 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 politicians and the people who backed them in the media are the guys who need to sit down mm. and and look at themselves in terms of why the nation's sitting where it's sitting right now. Yeah. So. Um, you know, the, 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 the last thing I just wanted to say, which Vusi um, Temakaya was saying in the interview, was that Savians need to wake up. Mm. Why do they believe the rubbish they're told? Mm. Mm. Why don't they just think a little bit? Yeah. All right? Um, because if they think a little bit, they're going to they're gonna see the truth. Yeah, mm. that's true. And um, if the people see the truth, we've seen what happens when the people see the truth in South Africa. The politicians back down, and they do what the people want. Yeah, in fact, we should we should start a campaign. South Africa is not the problem; the politicians are. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. In Psalms twenty-eight verse seven, it says, "The Lord is my strength and shield; I trust Him with all my heart. He helps me, and my heart is full of joy. I burst out in songs of thanksgiving." Now, what's important about this? is the fact that um, um, if South Africa is going to change, it's the same as any other place in the world. The change has to happen at the level of the people. Mm. If the people do not know the Lord, they're going to be deceived. Yeah. And then also, people have to start learning how to live with faith in God. Mm. That my strength is in the Lord. My provision is in the Lord. If I will cry out to Him from the depths of my heart, He will answer my prayers. Mm. Mm. In fact, um, you know, we, we, all three of us, we were at a conference. Even our, our producer, Glow, was, was at the conference um, over this past weekend. And we actually had a session there where, um, you know, one, one of the pastors spoke about the fact that um, we need to apply the blood of Jesus. We need to cry to God. Yeah. And we actually went through a, a period of time there where we were told, cry out to God whatever you need cry out to God for and I cried out to God for two things okay two things two issues mm -hmm. and you know both 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 cries were answered one was answered by Monday mm -hmm. of this week sure. mm -hmm. the other one was answered by Tuesday night Wednesday morning of this week sure mm -hmm. both God, God moved mm -hmm. and, and it was huge things yeah mm -hmm. I mean <laughs> I was crying out to God there on last week Friday. Yeah. And by Tuesday, both had been solved. Yeah. And so I want to tell everyone, the Lord is our strength. Is. And I'm using that as a testament because sometimes people might be listening, thinking we're just talking cliches. Mm. You're not doing, no, no. When you're crying out to God, you're doing everything. 
because there are things that are beyond our control and normally the things we're crying out to God for are things we in our own personal capacity can do nothing about mm. Amen so yeah that that, that, that is just um, uh, the, the, the thought that I wanted to leave you with there you can cry out to God as that verse from, from Psalms was saying and God will come through just like he came through for me yeah amen alright there's just one thing I cried out to God for I'm still waiting he's, he's been a bit slow on this one <laughs> I've been crying out to God for Black Knight. Ish. So I'm which still is? waiting for that one. Which is? No, no, just in general. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> this ha- that was really awesome, Pastor Gavin. This Especially has been the part about Black Knight. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> this has been the political show. Let us know your thoughts. Do you agree with what social media is saying about his statement on AKA or are you one of those who are looking at the bigger picture and understanding what he was actually saying in the interview? Let us know your thoughts on our social media platforms. I'm your girl Cynthia, but you know you can call me Gix. And with me in studio, we've had Gavin Enslin, Pastor Gavin Enslin, and the Black the Knight. The Black Knight, right here on the political show on Active FM, where radio has never been better and Christ politics is hot politics. Hot politics. Active FM, radio has never been better.